All right, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk, another drive home edition today. I am uh, I'm in a good mood, and I just feel like talking, talking sports. So, uh, big time conversation lately in, in sports has been the transfer portal, and I thought it would be fun to just kind of give my opinions on it. Um, so, basically, I had somebody text me today, okay, I'm not going to state his name. He's a friend of mine. And the the text was something that uh, Dennis Dodd, his Twitter account, put out. There's 13,000 players in the FBS. 1,000 of them have entered the transfer portal. So one of every 13 kids is entering the transfer portal. I think that number sounds alarming, but... At a at a traditional Power Five school, there's over 80 kids on a roster. Some have a hundred on a roster. Okay, so we're basically talking what maybe 10 percent of the team. I mean, heck, that much you know that much leaves just being seniors every year. That's not that big a deal. I don't think it's like I don't think it's like program altering to have a couple of kids transfer. You know, but like I said, one out of every 13 kids. I want to defend the transferring for a quick second before we get into anything else. So, in every aspect of life, it would be it would be criminal. It would be it would be what's the word I'm looking for here? Unrewarding, it would be unethical, it would be not reasonable. To expect anybody to stay somewhere where they don't believe they will succeed. Okay? I think a lot of times we get so wrapped up, and this happens in a lot of aspects in life, not just sports. But we want people to stick through something that maybe they're not enjoying. Maybe they don't think it's for them. Maybe it affects their mental health. Maybe they're failing. Maybe they don't see the success that they feel like they could get somewhere else. And they want to test the greener pastures. And maybe the grass isn't always greener on the other side. But if the grass is dead where you're at, then obviously you'd want to leave. And I think when it comes to just normal normal 40-hour working Americans, you know, a lot of times there's times where you don't like your job. Maybe it doesn't pay enough maybe the boss or manager isn't good maybe there's people ahead of you that you think you outwork or are better than or are more talented than and what do you do in those situations a lot of times people leave those situations I think a lot of people listening to this have probably left a job where maybe they weren't being paid enough. Maybe their manager was was really just trash, okay? Maybe the leadership there was toxic. Or maybe, in some cases, you felt you were better than the individual ahead of you. And I would not blame you for leaving a toxic work environment like that. And you shouldn't blame a student for wanting to leave those situations where either A, they've been offered more money by another school, or the head coach sucks, or in some cases, there's a five-star kid that has t- 
tons of talent. Maybe they are better. Or maybe they don't think they're better and they, they unfortunately they are not getting that opportunity. Those things are the number one reasons. What numbers one, two, and three. Those are the top three reasons that anybody is leaving a school right now. Ask any kid right now that one give you one reason. I guarantee one of those three is the reason. And that should be okay. Because it's okay with you in your normal life. I don't know why everybody is so worked up about this. This is not that big of a deal. The only the only thing I think I would change with the transfer portal. Like, Jeff, what would you change right now? Just like NFL free agency, just like NBA free agency, there is a time period in which you can transfer, you in which you can leave your team. That is the only thing I would change. But in typical college football fashion, there really isn't that, okay? And as we all know, after the season starts to come to a close, and not a complete close, but starts to come to a close, what's the main thing that happens in the month of December in college football? Coaches are going everywhere. Season's not even over. Bowl game hasn't been played, but coaches are leaving their programs and going to other schools. And you expect students to just stay put? It, it, you're not you're not being logical in your thought process. If you're sitting here today and you're like, "Gosh, this transfer portal's ruining the sport," get a grip on life and realize that you're ruining your your life if you think that you have to stay in a toxic environment or be underpaid or be behind somebody that's that's not as good as you. Like you're ruining your own life. Get into a better situation. That goes for you. That goes for a, a, a college athlete. This this really isn't hard. We're we're making this we're making this about us. You're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, my favorite player has transferred because he doesn't want to sit for another two years. That stinks for us. Uh, my, poor me. Poor me. What about them? What about their opportunities in life? And if I hear one more stinking time from anybody, ah, these players are so greedy. They only care about money. Let me ask you this. If you were offered $100,000 to do a job, I don't care what the job is, and somebody offered you $250,000 to do the exact same job somewhere else, yeah, you'd probably take it. You would heavily consider it. The idea that somebody is a bad person because they're taking more money is it's just asinine to me. I literally can't comprehend why people get so upset about this. It's the number one reason you should be okay with somebody leaving. Because we, in our aspects of life, would leave our jobs today if somebody tripled your salary. As long as it made sense for you and your family, you would leave right now. You wouldn't even give a two-leak notice. You'd be out. And if you think otherwise, I'm laughing at you because you're, you're lying to yourself. As long as the job made ethical sense and made sense to your family, you would do it immediately with no extra thought. That's why these college kids are going. This is not the, the biggest deal that everybody's making it. This can be good for the sport. You know, 
I'm going to use an example here because this just happened. Mississippi State, coached by Mike Leach. He was recruiting kids because that's his job. Prior to his death, he unexpectedly died. There are kids that he wanted to play for him slash Mississippi State. Well, he's, he passed away. I don't expect those kids to stay loyal to Mississippi State. They were loyal to Mike Leach. Maybe they want to play for Mississippi State, and those kids will, will stay. But any kid that doesn't want to play there anymore, why would you blame them? The guy that believed in them is no longer going to be there. And this is still true for the University of Cincinnati. Luke Fickle leaves to Wisconsin. Any of, that, any of those players that were recruited by Luke Fickle and they don't want to be at the University of Cincinnati anymore, I would not blame them. Jackson State players with Deion Sanders, I would not blame them if they left. When he goes to Colorado, you should not be forced to stay anywhere you're not wanted, not being utilized, you're not being paid to your full extent, you're not being coached well. That is not your responsibility. And I think in the, in the past, collegiate athletes, unless you were a graduate student, you had to sit out a year, right? That's the famous thing. So basically, there were a couple exemptions. I won't get into all of them, but there were a couple exemptions. Otherwise, you had to sit out a year and not be able to play in order to leave that school. That's not the case anymore. And that's a good thing. That is a good thing because if, you're, if your coach left your school, why should you have to stay? You committed to a coach. Yeah, you commit to a school too, but at the same time, you're, commu- you're committing to that coach. Like, that's the guy that recruited you. He got you to come to that school, and if he's no longer there, you shouldn't have to be either. You don't have to be. And another thing, I mean, in the same realm, if that said coach recruited you and promised you all these things, yeah, you're going to be my starter, you're going to play this, you're going to play that, you're going to be I'm going to get you to the NFL. And after 2 years, after 1 year, after 3 years, after 4 years, I don't care how long you've been there. If you don't think he's keeping up his end of the promise, you can leave. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Why on earth would we think that's a bad thing? I I can't I can't wrap my head around that. You know, there's this there's this underwhelming jealousy that we all have in life for other people. Whether you want to have it or not, it just it happens, okay? And for whatever reason, we have this jealousy when people move on and do do bigger better things. You know, there's always this stigma when it comes to divorce. Who won the divorce? Who who left and, and prospered? Who left and and went into the dumps, you know? For whatever reason, there's this judgment that's placed. I just think the transfer portal has opened up opportunities, not just for students, but for coaches to take over a program and have that program get turned turned around and turned into a better culture overnight. The USC Trojans, I think, were the number one were the number one example of that from this past season. They've been pretty much bad, average to bad now for damn near six to seven eight years and they Lincoln Riley was able to walk in that door bring one kid with him from from Oklahoma he brought in a top tier transfer wide receiver and those two 
basically transformed that program. He brought in some other kids, but overnight that program was contending for a college football playoff up to the final week. I think that's extremely exciting for any school. Obviously, you're still going to have the, te- the the schools that are recruiting um, the high school kids at a high level, and you're going to have the schools that are recruiting the already quote-unquote established players entering the transfer portal. I think it's a great thing. I think any time that you can expose yourself in a positive light somewhere else, that, that, that shouldn't be frowned upon. Anytime your program can benefit, like, yeah, we recruited this kid. Unfortunately, he didn't work out. And now we have to just hope this other high school kid works out. No, I'm going to go grab this kid who doesn't like his situation. And we think based off the film we've watched, he would work out here. Like that's, that's great for college football. Teams can be relevant overnight. Iowa, specifically Iowa, comes to mind. I mean, Iowa has been horrendous offensively now for quite a while. And they're going to basically be relevant on offense with both like a Big Ten winning quarterback in Cade McNamara and a pretty darn good tight end who I think is NFL bound after this year in Eric Hall. Those two alone, I think, can turn Iowa offensive offensive woes into positive a positive offense this year. I think you're going to see a dramatic difference. Now, I don't think they're going to be the highest scoring offense or average 40 points a game. No, I'm not saying that. I just think as bad as they were this year, those are massive upgrades and make them relevant. Lots of examples I can I can continue to spit at you, but like overall, I I don't I don't see how you think the transfer portal is bad if that is you. You know, the 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 things that come to mind most. Most people that follow the NFL, I know a lot of people that I'm friends with. We we have a you know we talk football. We love free agent time. It's exciting with a with a new established player is going to another team. You know, we talked about Russell Wilson going to the Broncos all offseason. That was huge. Obviously, that didn't pan out, but that was a huge move. Uh, Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins, huge move. That was in a trade. That was, I mean, there's other times where there's big-time free agent signings. It's just, I love that this exists in college football. There's a reason you can't be traded in college football because, I mean, you're a college athlete. You're not property, so to speak. But as far as the transfer portal goes, you 100% should be able to hop in a transfer portal if your situation's not right. Now, I would like to see the NIL get cleaned up, and I think that's a whole different talking point. I want to try and stick to the transfer portal on this drive home pod. But ultimately, you know, transfer kids getting different NIL deals and stuff like that. I, I'm not sure that I necessarily love them getting money walking in the door, but as soon as you come in and you compete at a high level, yeah, getting paid makes sense, you know? So ultimately I'm all for people chasing those opportunities. We love NFL free agency. I, I think the transfer portal can be huge. You know, of a, a, known, a named player entering the transfer portal and then he opens up his recruitment where that player potentially could go. That stuff's exciting to me. Um, I love talking sports and I love talking stuff like this. And I I think this is good for the sport. It's good for college football. Overall, I think the, the college football landscape fell into being too traditional. The college football playoffs, I think, is going to be a massive thing for this sport. And that's one of the reasons the transfer portal should be so huge. Um, 
I think another another reason why I absolutely think college football needs to keep evolving, not only about the college football playoff and the transfer portal, but just being relevant and having un- just like having rules that are unified. Having you know power five teams, if it's an automatic bid to win the conference, we need to have some unified scheduling. You have three out-of-conference games. One of them has to be against a Power 5 opponent, or maybe none of them have to. But get it to where everybody's on equal playing field as far as what the structure is. And therefore, maybe more or less kids are transferring. I don't know, but you know, one of the arguments I heard against Transfer Portal is what if they don't have enough kids after the season to play a, a football game? I personally don't think that would ever happen. Again, the rosters are so big. This isn't the NFL where there's only 53 guys. We're talking 80 to 100 kids play for a college football Division I program. And ultimately, there's a, there's plenty of kids that would step out there and want to showcase themselves, maybe to then enter the transfer portal, maybe then to get playing time the following season. Maybe it's because it's their last-ditch effort to get into the draft. Who knows what it is? But the idea that you wouldn't be able to play a college football program because one out of 13 kids might enter the transfer portal is kind of silly. I don't think that would ever happen, personally. I mean, if we start to include a couple of opt-outs, I mean, legitimately, every school might have one to two maximum opt-outs per season. And that's really only kids that are going to the NFL. And not even all of them. That's just some. I mean, if you're a top two-round pick, that's 64 total kids in all of college football that might enter the transfer portal. I don't think that's that – or not enter the transfer portal. Basically sit out of a bowl game. I don't think that's that dramatic. For the most part, it's going to be your quarterbacks, your wide receivers, your running backs, maybe a corner safety, maybe a linebacker. I mean, it's, it's it's not as extreme as we're making it seem. It's really your high-profile players that could potentially get injured and drop their draft stock by a round or two or or more. Yeah, I don't think you're seeing a fifth-round pick sit out. He wants to improve his draft stock. He wants to play. You're seeing a first-round pick sit out because they don't want to tear their Achilles like David Ajabo. He did his in his pro day. He didn't even do it on the field. So, anyways, as far as the transfer portal goes, I'm so I'm totally pro transfer portal. I think it's I think it's great. Um, I'm seeing Michigan benefit from it because they've established a, a great culture and a great program. And now kids want to come there and they want to compete. We've had a couple of kids leave, but we had, we've had a lot of kids join. And I think it's going to help a lot of teams that haven't had the success recruiting at the highest level because you have all these top, top, top tier programs maybe lying to kids. And then if they transfer out, they're leaving Alabama because maybe they were told they were going to be a starter and they're not. So they're going to a, another school and they're getting to play right away and they're contributing and they're becoming a factor. And then maybe they'll get their name drafted because they played three years rather than a year and a half at a school. So again, super pro transfer portal. That's really all I have on this drive home pod. I uh, was just kind of feeling this after somebody texted that to me basically in disappointment. And I just, I couldn't help but respond with basically it's okay. It's okay that this is happening. You know, they, they said not at all. No longer a team game. It's over 1,500 players. He says Tom Brady doesn't change teams every year. These guys shouldn't. Uh, Tom Brady's the most established player in the history of the league. 
he could go where he, pretty much wherever he wants. And he did trade after he left New England after 20 years because he no longer thought that opportunity paid enough was the right fit for him. It, like, he left. He literally did what these college kids are doing. And he's the most established player in the history of the league. So if we're going to turn this into NFL, at least make it relevant. Because unfortunately, that's... I'm sorry, but that's wrong. So, anyways, uh, I'm going to let you go with that. Uh, hopefully you guys are digging these drive home pods. They're not very long, but it just gets me something off my chest as I'm thinking about it. And I, I love to talk. So, here I am. So, uh, I'm going to let you go. We're out. Real talk.